0: Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. And we can't really still say that. We're still in the Christmas season. Today is the last day of the Christmas season. So starting on Christmas Day, we started this season of Christmas. And we're still in that right now. And it ends today with the baptism of the Lord. So we're still in this period of rejoicing. We're still in this period of celebrate uh, celebrating the birth of our Savior among us. So let's keep Keep that in mind today as we continue to celebrate this Christmas season. And today, especially, we celebrate the baptism of Jesus Christ by John in the Jordan. And this is one of those feasts that we think about and we say to ourselves, well, did Jesus really need to be baptized? I mean, why did he do that? I understand why we're baptized. We're born with original sin. We need that to be washed away. We're filled with the life of God. We're incorporated into the body of Christ, the church. That's what baptism does for us, but why did Jesus need to do that? I mean, he didn't have original sin, obviously, so what's going on here? And we understand, brothers and sisters, that Jesus does this not for his own sanctification, but rather to give us an example, to sanctify the waters of baptism, and to reveal himself to us in a deeper way. He gives us the example of what we're supposed to do in receiving the sacrament. He sanctifies the waters of baptism and makes them holy for us in this sacrament, and he also reveals himself to us in a deeper way. We hear the voice coming down from heaven saying, "This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased." With whom I am well pleased. And this is what we're celebrating today. But what I want to focus on in this gospel is the exchange between Jesus and St John the Baptist. Let's think about this moment that St. John the Baptist had. I've said this before, St. John the Baptist is one of my favorite saints for his uh, courage, for his conviction as he preaches the gospel, for his total commitment to Jesus Christ and preparing the way for the Lord, making straight his path as Jesus comes among us. And that's what he's doing. When this gospel passage happens, he's in the Jordan River, he's preaching the message of repentance, he's telling people, hey, stop sinning, be baptized, go back into your lives and live better, essentially. And tons of people are hearing that message, they're coming to him, they're being baptized, and they're going on their way, living better lives. And so John is doing his job, when all of a sudden, Jesus uh, Jesus approaches him for uh, baptism. Jesus approaches him. The author of baptism approaches John the Baptist to be baptized. And let's think about this moment that St. John the Baptist had. What was going through his mind when he saw Jesus' approach? We can think, we can imagine that John was probably feeling pretty unworthy at that moment. John's like, hey, I'm supposed to be preparing the way for you. Why are you coming to me? And it says as much here in the gospel, it says, John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you're coming to me? It's clear that John didn't understand what was going on in that moment. And yet, Jesus says to him, Allow it for now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. And notice that Jesus doesn't explain the whole thing. Jesus doesn't give him a full explanation of what his plan is and about what good he's trying to bring out of this moment. He simply says, allow it for now. I want you to do this. Just trust in me. And it says that John the Baptist allowed him in that moment and he followed through. He did what Jesus asked of him. And so John was free in that moment to say no. John could have denied Jesus. John could have said, sorry, Lord, I'm too sinful." I'm too weak. I'm not worthy. I'm not going to do this for you right now. Sorry. John was free to do that, but he didn't. Thankfully, he said yes. He was obedient. Even though he didn't necessarily understand all of it, he knew the will of Jesus Christ, and he courageously said yes to to it. And thankfully, he did, because then we see this amazing scene Where Jesus comes up out of the water, the heavens are open, the Spirit of God descends upon him like a dove, and the voice comes from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. We would have missed all of that if John the Baptist focused only on his unworthiness and said, Sorry, Lord, I can't do that for you. John simply says yes to the desire, to the plan of Jesus Christ, and because of that, Jesus is able to work a great thing, a great work through the actions of St. John the Baptist. And that's the lesson for us today, brothers and sisters, is to simply say that yes. And I wonder how St. John the Baptist felt going home that night. What do you think that was like? Do you think he felt good at the end of that day, or did he feel bad? Do you think he felt stronger in his vocation to prepare the way for Jesus Christ, or did he feel weaker? Do you think he felt more confident in the message that he was preaching and in the help of Jesus Christ in that mission, or did he feel less confident? The answers are obvious, right? John the Baptist probably went home that night feeling totally fulfilled, totally uh, built up by the Holy Spirit, totally ready to take on whatever mission Jesus was willing to give him. And eventually, John the Baptist dies for his mission. He dies out of witness of the truth, out of the witness for Jesus Christ, all because he was willing to say yes. And we think about this in our own lives, and we we probably sometimes think of ourselves as being unworthy, or at least I do. You know, I think of the call that Jesus has given me to be a priest, and I say, Lord, are you sure you wanted me to do this? you know, I'm a sinful man. I mess up things. Um, I'm not worthy to do this, Lord. Are you sure you're calling me? And the answer is yes. Jesus calls us even in our weakness, brothers and sisters, even in our sinfulness, even when we mess up. Jesus never stops loving us. Jesus never stops calling us. And so if you've ever felt that as a husband or a wife or a mother or father and you think, my gosh, how is the Lord calling me to do this? Just be confident in that call. Be confident that Jesus has brought you to where you are and that Jesus does, in fact, want to do great things in your life. If only you're willing to say yes and to be obedient to that vocation, to be obedient to Jesus uh, and to be open to his will in your life. It simply takes that act of obedience, that simple yes, and we remember that Jesus doesn't call those who are qualified, but rather he qualifies those whom he's already called, and that should give us great hope. That should give us great confidence in our day-to-day lives. I would suggest to you, brothers and sisters, that we experience a moment like this. We experience a moment like St. John the Baptist experienced in the gospel, Every time we come to Mass, because we, we understand that every time we come to Mass and every time we come up for the sacrament of the Eucharist to receive communion, we are truly approaching God himself. Jesus Christ made present to us substantially in the Eucharist body, blood, soul, and divinity. That should give us pause. That should make us say, whoa, whoa. I'm not worthy to do this. And in fact, if we're aware of grave sin on our conscience, we should go to confession before we approach this sacrament. But if we're not, we approach this sacrament, and we even say in the Mass right before we say uh, receive communion, we say, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. We don't do it because we're worthy. We don't do it because we deserve it. We do it because it's the will of Jesus Christ. We do it because it's his desire to live within us. The love of Jesus' sacred heart is present to us. He wants that love to be in our hearts, and we approach it with confidence because it's his desire for us. And we say, even though I'm not worthy, Jesus, I'm obedient to you. And I say, yes, live within me, do great things in my life. So as we receive communion today, let's have that attitude, let's have that, um, that disposition towards Jesus Christ to simply be obedient, to be open, to say yes to his love, say yes to his mercy, to say yes to his plan, whatever it is for your life, because it's in that yes that you'll find peace, and that you'll find joy, and that you'll find fulfillment. So let's not be afraid to open our hearts to Jesus now to approach this sacrament with confidence and to allow Jesus to work great works in our lives and to truly be the good and holy disciples that he calls us to be.